Welcome to Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the challenges and opportunities facing the global food supply chain and speak with experts working to support a planet of plenty. Hello, I'm Michelle Michael. In this special series of Ag Future, we're talking with those working along the food supply chain about the impact of COVID-19. My guest today is Carl Cheney from Cheney's Dairy in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Now, Carl, you pasteurize the milk on your farm from your cows. That allows you to sell fluid milk, make uh, value-added products such as cheese, yogurt, and uh, a very important part of your business, ice cream that is made uh, with the milk from your cows. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you're the only place in Kentucky making ice cream that comes from your own milk. No, that, that is exactly right. Now, Kentucky, of course, um, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases, they're rising, but at a slower rate than some other states. Carl, are you staying sane in these times of, of social distancing? And, and what does that mean on a farm? Is it business as usual? You know, it's it's pretty close to uh, business as usual. Uh, I, I have heard where some farmers are being asked to not be around the barn when people come up to pick up the milk. Uh, for us, that has not been a problem. We still, part of our milk is still goes off farm. And right now we're at about three days worth of milk production that we process ourselves. Can you explain to us what uh, what your day-to-day is like right now in the dairy business? Sure. I mean, right now, like I said, you know, it's not changing a whole lot. And I suspect quite a bit of agriculture is that way. I mean, I get up every morning. uh, First thing I do is I try to scrape the slabs. I try to uh, feed the cows, stir the pack. Uh, We'll grind feed during the day. And then you do it again in the evening. I've got uh, my niece, Dory, that that takes care of the calves. And, uh, you know, I guess the part that concerns us more than anything is is whenever you go all farm you know what are you subjecting yourself to and i know when we deliver milk uh you know one of my questions is are we safe are, are we safe to go into the grocery store take milk put milk on the shelves now i'll tell you what we're doing is we're not talking to very many people and uh, whenever we get back to the truck after every store then we take wipes and wipe off our hands, uh, wipe off the steering wheel, anything that we can think of just to, because I mean, my wife and I both, I'm 66. I won't tell you her age. She might not appreciate that, but she's a little younger than me. So uh, we're in the, we're in that age group to where I think we have to be very careful. Especially in terms of agriculture, this is really an unprecedented situation. Um, I have heard from other producers that there is a significant increase in demand for eggs and milk in particular. What are farmers, what are farmers uh, focusing on in the dairy world right now and, and how are they meeting that demand if there is an increase? Well, like for us, I mean, we just, our cows, we've got a Laley robot and the robot is really doing a great job. And our jerseys are averaging about 70 pounds of milk a day. And our focus is on trying to have as much milk as possible every day so that we can have plenty of product, whether it's for the gentleman that picks up our milk or for it's for ourselves to make sure we have about a week, week and a half ago was when the big push was for milk. And I saw, I think where a lot of the stores were running out of milk. Uh, I think this week has not been as bad. I think 
uh, everybody was kind of caught off guard. And I think now the supply chain is being re, uh, restocked. In your opinion, do you do you see lessons in agriculture right now that we can take away from this situation in regards to how the food supply works? What I'm seeing right now is um, I think people now are more appreciative. We do agritourism here on the farm. Last year, we had almost 14,000 people come down to the farm to see see the cows, to see how the milk is produced. And unfortunately for us now, we've closed that down. We're not letting people come down to the farm because I think there's still a lot of things that we just don't know. Uh, and so that, that has always been a very important thing to us. But I think now as we're going into the stores, we're finding people that are very, very appreciative of what we do. And I think people, because we're able to see the consumer, where most farm dairy farmers are not able to. They produce a product, the co-op picks it up, and then it goes on the shelf. Our, our face is on the milk, more or less, when they pick it up. So they know us, and so they talk to us, which is really nice. And right now, there's a very big appreciation, not just for us, but I think for all of agriculture, all of dairy farms. When things return to normal, uh, will you be forced to make changes to your operation based on uh, the impact of the outbreak now or any insights that you might have gained from it? Well, of course, like with the agritourism, that, that's that's a big part of our business. Um we will make sure that we have a buffer built in because right now up at our ice cream store slash restaurant, our revenues are about 20% considering what they were last year at this time. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep all of our employees uh, as best as we can and uh, keep them working because this will be over. This will come to an end, and when that happens, we need to be ready to ramp up pretty quickly, I think. And so uh, I I think that we're going to, you know, I think it's like people who went through the Depression. They always had that in the back of their minds, and, and my dad was one. He would never throw away anything, and I don't think I understood that. But, you know, I think I'm beginning to understand a little bit better now what they went through. And from what we've gone through and what we'll look to in the future. Absolutely. Um, and just going back to something you said uh, previously, you mentioned that people seem more more appreciative right now. Have you seen um, any particular instances of, of how this situation um, is impacting the way people perceive agriculture, either from a governmental perspective or from the consumer perspective? Well, you know, it's the same thing. I mean, you know, whenever there's a snowstorm, meat, milk and milk and bread, that's what everybody talks about. Well, this has been it, but to a worse situation. And so people have had to do without. And when you do without, then you respect more what you didn't have. And I think now these folks, and I mean, I, I, again, there was one night we went out and delivered milk. And at one store, I, we had two people that stopped and said, we really appreciate everything you all are doing to keep milk on the shelves. And, you know, I'm fortunate I get to hear that. I wish every dairy farmer that's out there, I wish they could have heard that. I wish they could hear that, hey, what you all are doing is is important and we appreciate you. Because, you know, you don't really appreciate anything until you don't have it. It's just the way it is. At the end of the day, you, you hit the 
you hit the nail on the head there. It seems that um, right now people are talking about healthcare workers as heroes. They're talking about truck drivers as heroes. And and right now I'd put farmers and producers into that same category. What what are your thoughts on that? To hear to oh. hear the people say thank you. How does it make you feel? Well, it just makes you feel like that you know all of this work that these we we dairy farmers have been doing every day, every day of the year for the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, it's finally like, well, we appreciate that you now thank us for what we're doing, but we've been doing this. We do this every day of the year. We don't do this just when you're short of milk. We're taking care of these cows every day. And so I don't think people understand that, and I don't think they appreciate it. And most of the people that come to the farm, they don't. They still don't get it. The kids, they don't get it that we milk the cows. Most farmers are milking their cows twice a day, every day. I tell people, we milked in a barn for 54 years. A barn that we milked in twice a day, every day for 54 years, and we never missed a milking. And people are just like, you got to be kidding me. And I'm like, guys, it's what we do. It's our life. Right now, what you're seeing on social media um, is so much about this this panic buying, the empty shelves. What message do you have for consumers here in the U.S. or right here in Kentucky? Should people be worried that milk is disappearing altogether anytime soon? Is there enough out there? Yeah, there's there's plenty of milk. And I think I think the biggest problem was that this caught everybody off guard. It caught us off guard. I mean, we checked the shelves. We delivered milk on Friday. We checked the shelves on Sunday and the shelves were in good shape. Monday, when they shut down in Kentucky, when they shut down the restaurants, it scared everybody. And by Monday night, I had a friend call me and said, hey, why don't you have any milk over here at this store? And I said, well, uh, we do. And he said, there's not a there's not a gallon or a half gallon on the shelf. And that night we went and we delivered milk. And so I think it caught everybody off guard. And what we're seeing this week now, it's a little bit more back to normal. So I think people have had a chance, the, the processing plants, the truckers, and everybody now have had a chance to catch their breath, see what the need is, get it out there. And I don't think that there's the problem that there was last week. All around the world right now, um, in the middle of all this crisis, we we have heard lots of stories about um, just random acts of human kindness during these times of struggle. Have you heard any stories like that in Bowling Green or from any of your other friends who farm? Have you heard uh, anything special happening in the world of agriculture that we have not heard about yet? Well, it's just I think there's there's lots of people out there that when they see an opportunity, uh, I mean, either from I know now that the schools are closed. We had a lady that that's actually a family member, and she was talking about how her school, how they were doing, like grab and go, where they fix lunches for the kids, and the kids drive by in cars. Their parents drive by in their cars, and they hand it to them a grab and go. And so we were fortunate enough to be able to uh, supply some milk for them because especially when it was short, I think that there was, you know, I think there was a panic and I think this kind of let people know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's every farmer will probably have a chance to do something. That was our chance. And we're also looking at other ways because, you know, we all can do more. We're, we're fortunate. We're out here in rural area, you know, the people that live in the cities, 
I, I really worry about them, but this hits everywhere. It doesn't hit just the city. It will hit rural areas also, so we all have to be very careful. It almost seem, seems at this time, it, it's a real reminder that um, I, I've heard from producers all around the world that people think milk come from, comes from the grocery store, that bread comes from the grocery exactly. store, that eggs come from the store. Is this a reminder of, of what goes on behind the scenes? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. But all of us need a wake up call every now and then. I mean, it's like like I've always said, you know, there's things I don't appreciate every morning when I get up. What do I do? I go over and cut the light switch on. I expect electricity. I I expect the lights to come on. I go over to the sink. I cut the water on. Water comes right through the pipe. It's just like now consumers go to the grocery store. Milk's not there. Oh, my gosh. Well, what if I went one morning to cut the lights on and the lights didn't come on? What if the water didn't come through the pipe? Now we all are getting an opportunity to say, hey, you know, everybody's important and we all have to do our job. Carl Cheney, we certainly appreciate everything you're doing to keep milk on the shelves. You're from Cheney's Dairy in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Thank you so much for joining us today. You are so welcome. For additional resources on COVID-19, visit alltech.com. This has been Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Ag Future wherever you listen to podcasts.